You're listening to An Open Book. I'm your host, Sarah Lynn. Each week, we'll open up at least one book that will expand your heart and your mind on topics covering life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. You'll also hear from special guests open up about their own journey to being happy on purpose and the challenges and beliefs they had to overcome to get there. If you're open to looking at the world in new ways, are okay with occasionally being triggered, and are ready to take your habits and decision-making off the default mode in order to become the creator, not the bystander of your life, you are in the right place, and I will see you on the inside. So it's been a minute since the two of us have just hung out for one of these solo cast episodes, and this will be out on the last day of 2020. And so you might be listening to it then, or you might be listening to it at the beginning of 2021. Either way, um, I think it's going to be really relevant regardless of, of when you listen to it, even if it's the middle of a, of a year, um, I think you're still going to get something from this before I get into it though. I'm going to tell you two things. So one is I have Jurassic park on in the living room where my dog is and he is watching watching Jurassic Park. He is, he gets into TV. He gets so into TV. And so I thought that might help him stay out of my room and, um, trying to get in my door here while I record this. Although you might hear him barking at the dinosaurs. I've already heard that a couple times now. Um, we have been watching those Yosemite and national park, like national geographic documentaries. And he has been very talkative to the bison, to the wolves to the foxes to the bears got all kinds of wildlife that he's been talking to on those movies so you might hear that and if you're if you're new to this this is it's it's chase um who is my german shepherd and i we think part husky in some way um but if you're if you've been listening before you you already have heard Chase in the background probably before, and then the second thing is that this is um, going to be the last episode in what I'm calling season two, and I'm going to take a couple of weeks off in January to plan and get some episodes recorded and in the queue for you, and just to really kind of think about where do we like why am I doing this what's in it for you, um, what do I what do I want for you to get from this, um, and be a little bit more strategic in 20, uh, 21 season three with this, because the last season, um, has just been an experiment. And I've mentioned that to you before. Like I, I knew that I wanted to talk more with you about more than just marketing and business tips. Um, which I do love, I do love a good Instagram hack, um, a good Facebook group hack, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I, I get lit up, um, and feel energized when I'm talking with you, still talking to the same people, but about some of the other things that happen in life that can have an impact on those things. Like if you're, you know, in, in your relationships, romantic friendships, parenting relationships, um, your health, your spirituality, your emotional health. Like if, if those things are off 
track, um, you're going to feel it in the work that you do. It's going to be hard to like execute your Facebook lives and your marketing plan if you're constantly fighting or you're not feeling great about yourself or, you know, whatever, whatever is happening outside of just work. Because I, I know that we're all, you know, multidimensional humans. It's not just, we are not the work that we do. And so being just more intentional and, and we've definitely done that, right? And if you've been listening for a while, you've heard some of those topics, you've heard some of those guests, you've heard some of those books. And so I, I love that. I just want to be more, a little bit more intentional for you with the things that we talk about and make sure that it's relevant and helpful. So I'm looking forward to that. And then I am right now in the middle of my, um, Enneagram certification, which has been so fun. And I'm so, 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 so excited about. So I'm sure that if you are into the Enneagram or you keep hearing about this E word, but have no idea what it means, um, we're going to be talking more about it next year, next in the, in the new season three. So I'm looking forward to, to kind of how to weave that, that, those conversations in, in a new and fresh and fun way. So that is what is ahead. But for today's topic, because you'll be listening to this, um, as we wrap up the year and start a new one, um, I thought I would just share something that I have been reflecting on and thinking about myself in case it's helpful to you at all. And the thing that I've been thinking about is this. So, um, I have been, I've been running consistently more and it's felt awesome. Um, just a couple miles, a couple days a week and I'm feeling good, right? Nothing too crazy. Um, but as I'm running, I'm, I'm like reflecting back on the days where I would run and I was training and how I felt and I don't know, just, it's just like really happy memories from some of the races that I've trained for, some of the runs that I've done. And so I'll just think about that. I'll just like, my mind will wander during those runs to the, and go to those places. <clears throat> and recently I ran across this photo of me that my roommate in Chicago had taken of me, um, a couple of weeks out from running the Chicago marathon. I think this was maybe back in 2011, 2012, kind of forgetting, but somewhere around there. And I was sitting on the couch. I had my phone out. I was texting, just kind of like relaxing, but my feet were in a tub, a bowl of ice. I had like these big, big, like, I don't know if it was like a Ziploc bag type of thing. Like, uh, I had like masking tape around my calves holding the bags of ice up to those calves and I had ice on my thighs and I know that that was really painful that was so cold but I knew that if I didn't do that I was going to be so sore and not be able to 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 do my run that I had to do I had to do a long run so the way uh, my training schedule was, I, if you're interested in running, um, I followed the Hal Higdon's, um, training schedules. He has, you do like a midweek run, like a mid length run. And then, um, each week you have a long run. And so as you get up in mileage, when you're training for a marathon, like your mid runs can be, you know, 
10, 11, 12, 13, 14 miles long in preparation for your long run that could be, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 miles, right? Um, the further you get into it. So um, at that point, like I, I was getting very sore. And so I started icing, um, which I, I hate being cold so much. And I hate that feeling. It hurts. You know, you know, the like that, that cold feeling hurts. Um, it at least for me, I don't know, maybe my tolerance is just really low, but it was painful every time. Um, but I did it so that I could, so that I could do the thing that I needed to do in order to get to my goal. Right. Um, I also, at that point, like getting up in mileage, I started scheduling weekly massages just to, you know, get out the knots and be ready for the next, the next run, loosen me up, get ready for the next run or just, you know, get out the knot so I wasn't in so much pain um the day after the day after that and those deep tissue massages are not fun like again kind of painful in a good way um but oh my god it hurt so much I remember uh being on those tables and just uh, getting in there not the relaxing kind of massage at all um but it's what I needed at the time to be ready to, to be in a, in a good place to be able to tackle that next run. So I was ready. And I'm telling you all this because I was thinking the other day on one of my runs that, that, that self-care, that recovery that I did, um, I was taking care of myself. Even though it was painful, I was also taking care of myself. Um, I was loving up on my body so that I could be able to run um, and giving myself um, the the gift of those things so that I wouldn't hurt myself, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't get injured so that I could make sure I could stay on track and get to that goal, right? And so um, I was thinking it's kind of like... Um, how, how we could think about our, our goals, getting to our goals and the person that we want to be, um, right now or whatever image we have for what that's going to look like in a new year or five years from now, or our ultimate highest self, whatever that looks like. And you hear a lot about self-care and I definitely think that self-care is becoming normalized and it's becoming more than just manicures and massages and baths and facials. There's lots of different ways um, that I've been seeing self-care talked about. But what I see most often is it's a way to relax or to be to be gentle with yourself or to do something fun or to de-stress or you know, you know, I'm sure you've seen those those things too. And while I think that all of that is absolutely necessary and we should find things to de-stress, to have fun, to um, relax with, I also don't know that self-care always needs to be enjoyable. And that's what I have historically 
looked for when I've heard like, oh, take care of yourself, self-care, self-care, right? Um, and I, I think that kind of like my, the training, <laughs> the training self-care that I've done, it might be painful. Um, it, it might at least be uncomfortable. And, but doing the things that we may not want to do or have been avoiding could be one of the greatest forms of self-care. You know, that might look like getting your receipts and paperwork organized right now so that you're ready to have your taxes ready to go at the beginning of the year. Like that could be a form of self-care like that's painful but that's also like really loving towards yourself to be prepared loving towards your your business um it might be um it might be you know taking a chance taking a risk that could be painful if it doesn't work out but you know you need you need to take it in order to get to where you want to go that could be a form of self-care. Self-care might be leaving um, something that is no longer serving you, although painful and uncomfortable. Um, that might be the highest form of self-care. Um, it might also just be as simple, but not necessarily easy as sitting and allowing yourself to feel hard feelings, to feel mad about whatever happened this year, to feel sad about whatever happened, to feel um, resentful, to feel any way that you want to feel, to cry. Like that could be a form of self-care. To not have good vibes could be a form of self-care. Obviously, you don't want to, to stay there. But otherwise, we're just shoving them down and they'll, they'll always, they'll just always be there. They'll just be like, you know, stewing under the surface until we get those out. So it could be a painful process to to release those. It could be uncomfortable. It could feel like, how is this taking care of myself? How is allowing myself to scream in a pillow, (laughs) to a pillow or to, I don't know, you know, cry. Um, how is that? How is, how is that good in any way? And sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes that's what you need so that you can release it and move through it so that you can show up for the, for the next thing that you need to do to get to where you want to go in a really healthy, loving way. So, you know, I don't know if that's making any sense to you. The other day when I was running and, and thinking about this and thinking about you and, you know, how to, how to talk about this, um, that's, what I, that's what I have. And I thought, I'm just going to share it because um, maybe something clicks. Maybe you hear something from here. Maybe I didn't say it perfectly, but you picked up something that allows yourself to... Um, to, to, to be loving and more respectful, to be more kind, to be um, more purposeful and intentional with yourself. Um, and being okay that that 
may be uncomfortable. Like that thing that you need to do or those things um, might be uncomfortable. And I have done a lot of this. I have done a lot of this myself um, recently um, in the last you always hear me talk about the the last two years, like 2018 was like this huge wake up thing for me. Um, and I have, I have gone through some really weird and hard and uncomfortable things and experiences that looking back, um, with the help of a therapist sometimes with the help of a life coach sometimes with the help of a friend or just, you know, with just being there for myself, um, I've been able to, to, to do, to to sit on that, (laughs) to lay on the table and get that deep tissue massage, get the knots out so that I'm ready to show up. And, you know, um, that might be crying, that might be yelling, um, it might be like setting a boundary. It might be, oh God, for me, it's like some of these detailed things that I just hate doing. Um, and as painful as it is, it's like, that's, yeah, that's what I need to do. Um, and I think it's just also like feeling like feeling your feelings to me is just one of the hardest, but also the most helpful thing that you can do for yourself no matter what's going on. Um, and, and, and I'm, I'm even talking about like feeling happiness too, because just speaking for myself, like that's something that I haven't allowed myself to feel either. And that might actually feel uncomfortable because as humans, um, I know that I'm not alone on this and that it's like, you feel this, this happiness. And then right after that feeling, there's usually something like, well, oh God, like this is going to be taken away from me. How long is this going to last? Don't want to get too happy, get my hopes up too high. Um, cause I just, I'm going to, I'm going to be brought back down or whatever. Right. And so we don't even allow ourselves to, to fully feel happiness. And so maybe that's, that's what you feel, which could be really fun. But if that's not something you're used to allowing yourself to do, that might feel uncomfortable. That might feel weird. That might feel painful. I don't know. Um, and because you're going to have to sit with the happiness and then that voice that's going to come up and say, you know, don't let it last too long or whatever, whatever your voice is telling you, something like that, I'm sure. Um, and listening to it and, and loving up on that voice, but also, you know, maybe talking back to the voice and like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to feel this because life is full of ebbs and flows. And of course you're going to quote unquote, come back down. Like it would be unrealistic to think that you're going to feel that level of high of happiness 24 seven I was going to say days a week, but that doesn't make sense. 24 hours, seven days a week. There we go. Right. And so, you know, not that you need to go around expecting bad things to happen or not that you can't have a, a feeling of like joy and content, content, being content, contentment, um, 
like being the consistent feeling. But with that, if you're being real with yourself, you're probably going to experience anger and sadness and frustration and anxiety and worry and all these other feelings along the way, embarrassment, guilt, shame. And, uh, that's okay. That's okay. And then also being happy and feeling joyful and feeling, um, excited and hopeful is okay too. And just enjoying and and allowing yourself to experience whatever that is and allowing yourself to, uh, I guess, just recognizing that you are not those emotions. And we've talked about this before, but this is a reminder if you've, if you've heard me say it before and just, uh, you know, just something to take in if you haven't, um, that we're not our emotions. We're not our sadness. Um, we're not our guilt. We're not our anger. Those are feelings and we can feel as intensely and as much as we want to. Sometimes we can get in trouble uh, myself very much included in here when we act on those emotions sometimes. Um, but feeling them is so important. And, um, just remembering that like, I'm not this, I'm not this, it's temporary. Um, it's going to move through and just kind of watch it, watch it move through might be a form of self care that needs to happen before you fully step into you know, a new version of you in 2020 or a, a version of you that you've been working towards in in 2021. Um, or at any point you can decide to reset and do this. So I don't know if that makes any sense to you. Um, it's been helpful for me to think about and just, you know, cause I tend to avoid anything that's uncomfortable, anything that feels painful, but asking myself this question is like, okay, this, this feeling is happening right now. Um, but could it be something that I need to do? Could this be a form of self-care? Maybe not, right? Maybe not. Maybe it's self-destructive and maybe it's something I really need to avoid doing. And, and like my body and my, my gut, my mind is telling me, don't do this. This is not good for you. Right. But asking the question and, and then thinking about it versus just like automatically turning away from, from painful, hard things. Um, and thinking that self-care is only, is only like about feeling good, um, could be something helpful as you, you know, as you think about the person that you want to be and, and how to get there. So with that, I don't know if, if that was helpful, if that was, if you have anything to add to that, if you've, um, experienced some hard, painful, uncomfortable self-care, um, let me know. I always would love, I always love hearing from you and I would love to hear from you on this. Um, I'm over on Instagram at Sarah Lynn.co. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm wishing you, um, all the best in the new year when it comes to your business, your career, and then also just you, as a person and being, um, being fulfilled in all areas of your life. And, um, yeah, I'm wishing that for us both. 
So um, we'll be thinking about you. Happy New Year. And uh, I'll see you or not see you, but I will talk here in a couple of weeks.